We're excited. We have never been uh, more excited or more terrified in our life. So <laughs> about to find out if we're bold or stupid in a couple weeks. <laughs> I'll give you the answer now. It's yes. Yes. Both. Yes to both. To both of those. Yes both. You have to be a little dumb and a little yes. bold to plant a church. As much as people depend on us as leaders, you need someone who believes in you. You need a place to be open and honest with someone who's walked in your shoes and wants to help you become the leader you are meant to be. This is that place with those kind of people. Welcome to the Relational Leader Podcast with your host, Randy Bazette. Well, welcome to this episode of the Relational Leader Podcast. I'm Kristen and always joined around the table with... Randy. Isn't it funny in life you kind of have these normal ways of doing things and I always sit right here. I want to switch it up sometimes. I would like that. (laughs) Because it's, you know, we might do it differently. It might have a new flow to it. But we couldn't, you know, but do you do that? Like when you take like selfies with Amy? Like, are you always on the same? So, like, I notice no. when I take selfies with my husband, we're always on the same side. Well, we have to because Amy, for photos, she has to be on a certain side. Oh, okay. Because her hair, like, if, if the no, photo is coming it. from one I side, have like, have your face my, be I blocked. have a thing about my teeth. Okay. I, it's a thing. Okay. Yeah, so, I get it. I would like to one day at church just make, like, switch the chairs all around. And so people show okay. up. Because they don't get to go do to their normal when we spot. Did, do you remember when we just changed Wait the layout? That. We changed well, the we're layout. Going way off topic. Uh, we are, but maybe somebody listening is thinking about changing the layout of their auditorium, and they are we unsure. Did that? They, we did it, I and it's do that again. if you just need a good laugh. Do you? Re- I stood mid auditorium and like watched people come in, and literally they were like. Wait, our seat's gone. Where? Because <laughs> we built different rows. Remember, like the the traffic pattern. We built oh. that center section. Oh yeah, okay. It was like a post COVID. That wasn't move. that long ago. It was yes. like a post. You're right. Like I remember now. COVID church okay. is back. How can we? I was thinking you were saying we did that on purpose. Just no, to no. Mess but with that people. would be a good message illustration. It would I be feel talk like. about everybody's attention. Yeah. Uh huh. Be a lot of work. I'm gonna do that next podcast. I'm gonna freak you out. I'm just gonna get in a different <laughs> seat. And, Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> joined us not to hear this conversation but uh we do have a great topic that we are going to talk about today um and we've got an incredible guest with us that is here for the first time noah heron how are you so pumped to be here thanks for having me man we're so glad you're here yeah yeah we and we just learned just before you grew up not far from bradenton area where we're recording this you're plant city yep Strawberry Festival. I was the only Bro. the only kid that graduated from Plant City High School with no cowboy boots. I can tell you that. <laughs> I'm the only one. To that this day. is a proud so, fact. Yeah, I'm very proud of it. No cowboy boots. Bro, <laughs> I knew on. there was something amazing well about you. Well done. Well, we're glad to have you on the podcast today. And uh, God has done so much in your life, given you really a huge passion for young adults. Yeah. That's really where your ministry has kind of started. And, yeah. and now you and your wife, Matt, Y'all are getting ready to launch a church, we and are. God's doing a lot. We're excited. We have never been uh, more excited or more terrified in our life. So <laughs> about to find out if we're bold or stupid in a couple weeks. <laughs> I'll give you the answer now. It's yes. Yes. 
both. Yes to both. To both of those. Yes yes both. You have to be a little dumb and a little yes. bold to plant a church. So, Love it. Yeah. Well, that's great. Well, well, we're so glad that you're here and joined you. us. And we really want to talk today. We, you know, we've got uh, pastors, lead pastors that listen, ministry leaders, um, all different ages. But we want to tap into your heart and what God has really shown you and used you in the area of ministering to young adults. Um, and I know you've got a passion for helping not just young adults, but everybody create healthy habits and yes. not just healthy habits, but biblical yeah. habits. And so, you know, why don't we launch the conversation and share with us what is kind of the number one conversation mm. that you're having with young adults right now around this healthy habit yeah. discipline topic? Yeah. So um, the past couple years, uh, my wife and I, We've traveled full-time um, preaching at a lot of next-gen uh, conferences, churches with a lot of uh, young adults and, and young people. And what we found is um, young people have these moments with Jesus in an altar at a conference. Right. And they feel like they're, they're set free from whatever addiction or whatever sin that they have. And then what happens is they're good for a week or two, and they fall back into the mm -hmm. same thing. Um, Are you talking about me? <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think that's just young adults. Oh, no, it's not a young adult. If it's young adult, that's not me. Okay, but that does sound like me, except for the young adult part. But there's like these these mountaintop moments, right? Like a conference sure. or a camp where students feel so close to so close to God, and they talk about it, they share about it, and then some time passes, and they go right back into maybe the same bad habits or the same yep. sin that they were struggling with before the event. Um, and so we've started talking a lot about hey, is it possible that you could be set free in a moment with Jesus, but you're kept free through your habits with Jesus? That's good. Um, That's good. That maybe an altar call is where uh, you have this, this life-changing moment with Jesus, but it's in the morning in your, in your prayer closet or in Scripture where you actually stay free mm -hmm. in your relationship with Jesus. And so uh, that's been a prevalent conversation. Um, and we can go wherever you want with that. But I think that, that, uh, it's definitely, it's definitely all age groups, but I see young adults really asking that question a lot is how do we fix this? And don't people want to just live from these mountaintop experiences to mountaintop experiences. And so, yeah. uh, sounds like to me, what you're saying is that if we could develop habits, we wouldn't have these super yeah. highs. Totally. So we had a moment with God, we're at an altar. We totally. felt something in church. We read a book. Yeah. Listen to an incredible podcast. <laughs> yep. Like the Relational Leader Podcast. Like the Relational yeah, Leader Podcast. <laughs> and you hit this, yeah, angels singing. Yep. Ah! Yep. And then you don't change anything and you find yourself in a low moment again. So you look for another high. Totally. And your mm -hmm. life could be more stable and you could be up and to the right instead yep. of a big high and then yep. a big low mm -hmm. with habits. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Um, the, the biggest like ah uh, moment of my life was when I married my wife, Maddie. Good and, answer. Yeah, yes. Is that because she's standing or sitting right over here just eyeballing nope, you? No, it's not. Yeah, okay. It's not. Um, no. <laughs> but when we got married, like, like every, you know, you're so excited. You go on the honeymoon. Everything's amazing. And then you get back and you're like, you got to learn to live with them and, yeah. and figure out each other's, uh, each other's things. And so um, I was really bad about helping around the house. Um, so a couple of weeks into our marriage, uh, Maddie came home and she got really frustrated with me because I was laying on the couch watching basketball and I had not done laundry like she had asked me to do. And so she got really frustrated um, and we had probably the biggest argument um, maybe to this day of our marriage uh, about laundry. 
And um, the next day when she came home, when I tell you that every single piece of laundry was folded, not just folded, but folded exactly the way she wanted it to be folded. She has like a special technique. She has never been more happy with me than in that moment. Like she started trying to kiss me. I was like, do you need something vacuumed? Like I I wish (laughs) I would have known it was like this, but um, so you're saying intimacy starts with laundry. Yes, laundry. Okay. Guys, um, <laughs> take note. Yes. But like like what you're you're talking about like these mountaintop moments, like mountaintop moments, you hear people say um they say stuff like I don't feel God anymore and and a lot of times the same people will say stuff like uh Jesus, Christianity, it's a relationship, not a religion, which is 100% true. Like we we know that. But any good relationship takes effort. And so if you mm-hmm. want an intimate relationship, whether it's with your spouse or, you know, your significant other or God himself, I think it does take a little bit of effort. It's not an excuse uh, to not put effort into the relationship. It's like we're, we're not saved by our effort. We're saved by, totally. by yeah. the effort of Jesus on the cross. But our relationship with God can get better through our habits. And the through success our of anything is determined by your habits. So totally. not heaven. But the success of your life is determined by your habits. Absolutely. That's what you're talking about right here. Absolutely. Yeah, so so let's dive into then some of those habits that yeah. you're talking about. Um, when when you're having these conversations or you're speaking at these different youth events and mm-hmm. and this comes up, what what are those healthy habits that that you're encouraging people in? Yeah, um, I think the, the biggest one is reading your Bible, which um, to be honest, I was not the greatest at. Like even when uh, I first got into ministry, I didn't read my Bible regularly, which is um, uh, tough to admit that like I was pastoring people and not reading my Bible every day. Like that's not great. Um, but I, I couldn't form the habit. So uh, I started doing this thing called habit stacking, which is mm-hmm. not like yep. a, a Christian principle. But one thing that I never missed was my black cup of coffee in the morning. Like I, I had that habit. Like I'm always drinking a black cup of coffee. So um, I made this deal with myself, like no coffee until the Bible's open. And so I took a habit I already had and stacked it with one that I wanted to have, um, which was reading God's word. And that's kind of how I got into the habit um, of, of reading God's word. And eventually it became just like the coffee. I, I actually craved the word of God more than I did mm-hmm. uh, the coffee. But that's, I think that's the biggest, the biggest one as a believer is, is if you don't, um, if you're not in God's word, if you don't know what God says, then how can we possibly live a life uh, following God himself? So, so good. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Do you find that in, in pastoring and leading the next generation, that is that a habit that is often neglected? And yeah. instead of getting into God's word and using that as source, that, yeah. that we're looking elsewhere? and Totally. Um, 100%. I think it's uh, one of the blessings of, of things like this podcast is that it helps people so much. Just you can be on a run or in your car and, and listen to a podcast or um, a sermon or watch mm-hmm. a YouTube video. Um, but I do think our generation is so in love with content that sometimes we just go, hey, I, you know, it's really easy for me to receive someone else's uh, word from the Lord versus me going to get my own word from wow. the Lord. Um, and so stuff like this, which is so helpful and should be an amazing like secondary resource in your walk with the Lord, um, can easily become young, a young person's primary resource uh, when it I, comes to I the love Lord. what you said. 
will hear somebody else's sermon or whatever, listen to a podcast, and yeah. will take that word as our word. Yeah. And so you're you're borrowing somebody else's word. Yeah. And and God's word is for everybody. Mm-hmm. But they were talking about Rhema words, right? Mm-hmm. Which is a specific word. Yep. That God gave to somebody. And yeah. so part of the problem with people not changing their habits is because they might be borrowing somebody else's word. Totally. Mm. And so you have to personally position yourself in such a way, yeah. receive from God so he can take his logos word mm. and make it rhema, written, yeah. personal, just for you. And you can never do that unless you first put yourself in a place of studying your word every day. So the very fact of creating this habit yeah. May give you what it is that you're looking for anyway, which is fuel, which is purpose. Totally. To go after. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. You're not boring somebody else's mm-hmm. word. Yeah. I love that. I mean, I, I think like some of the, I, I don't know, I'm a pastor and I can only think of a few times ever that I heard someone preach a sermon. I've heard amazing sermons in my life. But where I heard an amazing sermon and then six months later could remember the sermon, right? It's so hard to no, remember. No, it breaks my heart. Like, they don't yeah. remember our sermon on Tuesday. No way. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's so, I don't remember what I preached last weekend. <laughs> I, know. So I, know I gotta, they don't. I got to write something new. Yeah. Um, and so if we're relying on on just a sermon or just a podcast or, or just a YouTube video or whatever it is, um, to sustain us, like it's just not enough. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm I'm all for a good sermon. I, I'm excited to hear one later tonight. But uh, but if it's if it's the primary, it's mm-hmm. gonna it's gonna leave us short. Once again, I think that's what I said earlier. It's people looking for these mountaintops. Yep. I'm gonna get it from a sermon. I'm gonna get it from a podcast, and it's gonna be the thing that's gonna sustain me. But totally. they don't do anything with it in between that. Yeah. So I guess I would say to the average or listener here, if you're satisfied with the trajectory of your life, hmm. then you don't need to change your habits. Yeah. But if you don't like the lows that you have and you would like to turn them into more highs and not yeah. hit these downward cycles, then I think exactly what you're saying, Noah, yeah. could be the thing that could keep them from that. So you got yeah. to develop some habits. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So let's, you know, let's talk about that because we do, we all strive for these mountaintops mm-hmm. and we want to live in those. But the reality is, is even when we have good habits and yeah. good spiritual disciplines in place valleys do oh, come yeah, totally. so let's talk about how do we maintain those mm-hmm. those healthy habits if even though we are in a valley type season yeah man i think the the valley season is when um habits really kick in like where you really see the fruit of it like uh i heard someone say one time um you need to know the word before you need the word and That's I think good. about that quote a lot because I, I think you could apply that to all of the different spiritual habits in, in your life. So like you need you need to have the habit before you need the habit. Right. So like um, like you need to establish the habit of reading your word. You need to establish the habit of having a, a weekly Sabbath. That's one that my wife and I are really passionate about. You need to have it before you actually need it. Because when you need it, if you, it's don't, too late. if you don't have it, it's too late. Like having insurance. And exactly. Once you, need, you know, once the house is on fire, it's too late. Exactly. And so um, I, I think habits, when you get into those, those tough seasons, um, when they're established, they really help push you through it. You know, um, we just walked through a, a, a pretty uh, tough season. We found out that we were pregnant with our second and, um, and we had a miscarriage, which was uh, really heartbreaking, but um, I woke up every morning and and watched my wife with her habit of reading God's word and praying and 
Um, and I know that if she was speaking, she'd be able to say, yeah, that was, that was what carried me through the, mm-hmm. the grief and, and the hurt was, was those, those quiet moments with the Lord. And I think that she was able to do that because she had built the habit before she needed it. Um, so, yeah. I think it's separating feelings from your decisions yeah. because I don't always feel like getting up and working out or reading the Bible or whatever yeah. the things is folding the laundry. Yeah. Man, if my wife listens to this podcast, I'm going <laughs> to be in so much trouble. I'm going to be sure to like text her later. <laughs> you stay out of this. Let between know. Noah and I, we're talking Listen, right now. It will bless her. I, she works hard. I mean, hard. I bless her in lots of different ways. <laughs> Let's talk later. About all this. Okay. But, but it's, uh, it's just this idea that I don't always feel like doing the things that I should yep. do. But like you said, when you really need it, thank God I laid that that foundation. So just because I don't feel it doesn't Mm -hmm. mean I shouldn't do it. But Mm -hmm. also, and I think more importantly, is just because I feel it doesn't mean that it's not helping. Yeah. Wow. That's good. How many times have you read the word or prayed and literally you felt like, I don't even know if I remember what I read Mm -hmm. and I sure didn't get anything out of it. I prayed and there's a, a glass ceiling god yeah. i don't even know if you're are you there hello hello mm-hmm. like god is nowhere to be found but it doesn't mean that it wasn't working mm. and so i think that we have to be willing to just just stay the course whether yeah. we feel it or not mm-hmm. because those things are going to come in handy we're going to need those they're the building blocks it's yeah. the foundation for our lives yeah. so that when the storm comes and the wind blows yeah mm-hmm. we got the foundation absolutely yeah um i heard this uh this quote it actually um so my wife, her uh, dad, my father-in-law, um, he is like ripped, like legitimately he's, he's shredded. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's 54 years old and uh, he looks like if Dwayne The Rock Johnson uh, and uh, someone else very big, I'm trying to think of another muscular guy, but I can't I right mean, it's, had a baby. The Rock is a pretty he, good He looks okay. like a smaller version of The Rock. And so um, when we first started dating, I was I was so embarrassed because I don't look like him, right? And so we went. No. <laughs> I know. Uh, so they invited me over to uh, have a, like a pool party, 4th of July. And um, I wish this wasn't true, but I went into her parents' bathroom and started doing push-ups. <laughs> Because I was so self-conscious of how, like, my upper body looks compared to his. And, um, you know, I wanted the pump, right? Right. The, the, the pump. And um, I've thought about that a ton. And, and talking with him, uh, he has this saying, where you sow, you'll grow. And he talks about that with muscles, but that's a, a biblical principle. It is yeah. true. And, um, and it's just like every day working, working that spiritual muscle. Mm-hmm. works the same way as working that that physical muscle mm-hmm. it's like one day you're going to look up and you're not going to struggle with the same things that right. you used to it's not it might not be a set free moment in an altar but it might be a over time like your heart being trans transformed into the heart of the lord and all of a sudden you wake up mm-hmm. one day and, and you're just free from what you used to struggle with it reminds me of a uh, rob ketterling wrote a book his friend of mine he pastors yeah. a church up in minnesota he wrote a book called change before you have to hmm. and most people don't they have the heart attack yeah. You know, oh, I got to change my diet and my new yeah. habits and da- mm-hmm. you know diet habits and exercise habits because if I don't, I'm going to die. Well, if we just would change those habits before we had to, mm. the quality of our lives would be better. That's totally true. Food, yep. diet, exercise, all that stuff. But this is spiritually we're talking about. Yeah. And so our spiritual arteries are clogged up because we don't have these 
daily habits of working all those things. And I'm just reminded of Jesus. What an incredible example yeah. for us. He had a life. One of my favorite things that I, I learned about habits is how Jesus, it says that he went as usual to the Mount of Olives to pray. Yeah. And that word usual is the Greek word ethos, wow. which is what is habitual or customary. Wow. So he had a habit of going and praying. And of course, we know that he did that and his disciples fell asleep and he wakes them up. And then that's when he goes through the betrayal and, you know, mm-hmm. ends up hanging on the cross. All of these things. I wonder, I wonder, because Jesus was 100 percent man. Yep. Obviously, 100 percent God. But I wonder if the nature of him being man if he hadn't developed the habit spiritually, mm. I wonder if he would have been able to endure Gethsemane. Wow. Man. You know? Yeah, so, uh, but let's uh, just say that yeah. no matter what, he would have been able to do it. He must have done it because he knew that he needed it. It was going to yeah. help him. Yeah. Right. And so if he needed it <laughs> and he was 100% thinking. God, totally. surely we need to develop those habits. Absolutely. Because the day of our temptation and betrayal and all of those things are going to come. And so yeah. we better have the ethos yeah so that we can mm-hmm. make it through those moments absolutely yeah man that's so good you know uh, let i want to talk about another habit you mentioned mm. that and we see uh jesus getting away all the time mm-hmm. um but you talked about a weekly sabbath and yeah. rest and mm-hmm. and what that what that means yeah. um so what what does that mean especially in a in a young generation and there's lots of passion and there's lots of drive and yeah. there's lots of i want to accomplish or prove myself and yeah. where's the balance where's the discipline in mm-hmm. that that helps prepare for mm-hmm. what god does have for you yeah i would say Sabbath is the habit that um, I resisted the most. I was like, you know, out of all the kind of key spiritual disciplines that you see in the Bible, I was, I just was like, man, I just don't know if I could take a full day off because I love what I do. And and I think when you love what you do, it's it's very easy to just keep doing it and doing yeah, right. it and doing it. Um, but we started doing uh, a weekly Sabbath during COVID, during uh, when beginning of 2020 um we just felt like man we're, we're really burnt out and and we don't feel like we're um hearing from the lord the the same way that we were before and so we started practicing this weekly sabbath basically for us what it looks like is if it's not worship or pleasure we don't do it um it's normally on fridays for us there's some weeks we have to mix it up because of travel but um almost every friday uh, we fill it with worship and pleasure. So um, in the mornings, we still have our quiet time. We still have our coffee and our habit stacking. Um, but we fill the day with with the things that fill us. So for me, a lot of times it's 18 holes of golf. Come on now, Jesus, preach Come it. On. Yes. <laughs> Maddie actually uh, enjoys finding the golf balls. So she'll oh. caddy for me a, a good amount. Now, wait a minute here. Now, wait a minute. You fold the laundry exactly like she wants. I'm telling you. She goes and looks for your bad shots. And there's a lot of them. This marriage is <laughs> yeah. like we next level. We should have them back on a marriage podcast. We, <laughs> Just, I don't, I know, and I'm going okay. to I'm gonna let them sit here, and I'm going to listen, and I'm going to take notes because I'm nowhere near oh my gosh. this good. <laughs> But we just, uh, my wife, she loves getting her nails done. We normally do our date night on Sabbath. Um, my parents watch our, our little guy and we go get sushi, we watch movies. I mean, it's like fun. I think 
the misconception about Sabbath is like, oh, it's when you go take a nap or you go binge watch Netflix. I don't think that that's what Sabbath is intended to be. I don't think it's supposed to be laziness. I think Sabbath is supposed to be a time where we uh, are free from the urge to make something, but also make something of ourselves. It's like telling the Lord once a week, hey, I trust you enough, not just with my work, but with my rest, that you're going to do the extra. Um, and we found that it's made us better at what we do and, and, um, and able to think and work better uh, the other six days of the week as well. Mm. Now, okay, like so that. you said that this was one of the hardest yeah. habits for you. Totally. So so what did you do to kind of overcome that? Yeah. And, uh, Help me, oh Yoda. Because <laughs> there may or may not be someone listening that's like, yeah, I'm, I'm really bad at that. Uh, I think my wife was the biggest uh, help with it. The the threats were real. Um, sh- no, she's been uh, she's been um, a huge help with with helping me to slow down. Um, but I think also like what you plan for, uh, you know, gets done. Like I think there's a, a quote from like uh, Rockefeller. He said that he's like, if you fail to plan, you plan, plan to, to fail. fail. And um, I really believe in planning, not just like the work, but planning the fun too. And so we just started planning the date nights um, at the beginning of the week, just like we would plan everything else. Like, hey, what are we doing this Friday night? What are we doing for Sabbath? Are are we going golfing or are we going to the nail salon? Uh, You know, and so we've started planning those out. I heard somebody recently, I forget who it was, so I can't give them credit. So forgive me. You're going to take credit for it? Yeah. No, I'm giving them credit, but <laughs> next kidding. time it'll be mine. Yeah. Next time, it's, it's totally mine next time. Yeah. But they, they switch back and forth mm-hmm. on who plans the date night. Oh, nice. Oh, that's a good idea. So yeah. it's not all on anyone, or they're both sharing it all the time, but yeah. they, they rotate back and forth. I like that. So, yeah, there you go. We normally, we're normally like, no, you <laughs> you pick where we eat. Can you or guys choose I've, restaurants? I've wanted to make a restaurant, and it's called I Don't Care. Yeah. Because you ask, where you want to go eat? I don't care. All right. That's where we're going. We're going to <laughs> restaurant called I Don't Care. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, as we get close to the end of our conversation, um, you know, Noah, what would you kind of share with mm-hmm. with our listeners if there's one thing that they yeah. could begin now? Um, or maybe they're here and they're like, I'm really good at this, but they've got somebody in their life that they need to encourage. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's the, what's kind of the what next step? One thing yeah. you would say, hey, start here, do this. Yeah. Um, wh- why this is such a priority and or maybe even how it's changed your life. Yeah. Um, I think one that uh, that is really practical to me right now is just the the habit of prayer. Like I just have never been the person who can just sit in a room and um, and just pray for hours and hours and hours. And so um, something that uh, I've started doing is this thing called the one minute pause, which I got from a, an author named John Eldridge. But it's basically like, hey, at the end of that meeting, take a one minute pause and just thank the Lord for something. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what to pray, just like thank God for what he's doing in your life or thank God for how that meeting went. Um, and so I've been doing that like throughout the day, whether it's after, you know, after the meet, after everything on the schedule, take a one minute pause and just like reenter God's presence. I think that that habit is one that anybody can do. It's one that mm-hmm. um, affects every part of your life. And um, it's, we're seeing the fruit of that habit tremendously right now mm-hmm. as we're praying about planting a church and all these different things. But I think that, that it's a, it's a habit everyone will see fruit in. So. Yeah, gratefulness. That's it. As know, I say, yeah. it's gratitude. It, it is. It's, it's, it totally it's, is gratitude. That changes yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah totally. I like it. So. 
One minute. Brilliant. Uh, well, man, that was uh, such a great yeah. nugget. I'm just sitting here shared. thinking how thankful and I am. For this podcast. <laughs> for this podcast. Let's all take a minute. And, and let's all and take a moment and... Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> you guys are awesome. That's no. great Thanks stuff. for having me. Um, Very good. It's been such an honor and a joy to have yeah. some conversation with you, and uh, we're so glad that you graced us around the table oh, today. Thank you guys so much. It was an honor. Yeah. I enjoyed it. What a great spirit. What a great heart. Uh, you guys may be young, but there's a lot to learn. You guys need to check this guy out. I'm telling you, he's got a lot to teach us. Yes. Well, those of you listening, thank you so much for joining us today. If you do want to learn more about Noah, the ministry that God is using you, and the church that yeah. that he's leading you to plan, uh, they can find it all on your website. You have a website, yes, noahheron.org. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's it. Okay, perfect. And so be sure to check that out. Yeah. And I'm sure there's going to be many things God's going to be oh. doing through you. So, thank you so uh, much. again, so glad to have you here. And those of you listening, thanks so much for joining us for this episode of the Relational Leader Podcast. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Relational Leader Podcast. For more resources, visit randybazette.com.